Guadalupe Radio presents Learning to Live Children's Stories, the podcast. The Beauty and the Beast. Long ago, in a time of great magic and wonder, a grand castle once stood. This castle was hidden deep within a magnificent forest, very far from the beaten path. The merchant, Johann, who had long journey through winter for goods to bring back to town and gifts to his beautiful daughters, stumbled upon a rock. Dizzy and unaware of which direction he was going, Johann wandered towards the large dark stone castle. It shone with dripping ivy vines, grand trees, and splendid berries and flowers. What magic is this place? Is this castle a mirage? Do my eyes deceive me? With an aching head, Johann wandered up the steps in hopes to find some assistance. For he was aching and tired, hungry and lost. Surely there must be someone here to help me. He mumbled to himself and knocked on the front door. As his hand left the doorframe, he saw an inviting fire and a warm couch to lay his pounding head. Calling out to a seemingly empty space, he lay down and fell into a deep slumber. When Johann awoke the next morning, a beautiful table with a feast lay before him. He enjoyed the food and waited for his host to appear so that he could state his gratitude. But no one appeared. Well, I'm well rested now, with a full belly and surely able to find my way back with sound mind. And with that, he walked out of the castle and proceeded to find his way out towards the path back home. Upon Johann's last step through the snow-filled garden, he saw an impressive bright pink rose. What kind of rose can grow in the snow like this? It is the most exquisite I've ever seen. My youngest daughter's favorite color is pink, and this is the most brilliant pink I must give her this treasure. So, without any more thought, except the desires of his daughter, the old merchant took out his knife and began to cut the rose. Have you asked permission to take this rose from my garden? My kindness of food and shelter was not enough. That you also feel that you can take whatever you like from my home without asking. Johann swiftly spun around to face a large beast who was furiously gazing upon him. Oh, dear noble sir, I, I am so very sorry for offending you. I had no intention of stealing from you, but gifting this incredible rose to my most wonderful daughter. She is so lovely and kind and good and beautiful. If she is as you say, then she will have no issue with trading her life for yours. The price of this rose. Shocked, the merchant's mouth dropped, and before he could plead, the beast, the forest, and the castle disappeared, and the merchant was back in his house with his daughters. Appearing quite swiftly, 
Johann's daughters were shocked, but so very glad to see their father, especially Beauty, his youngest, who wrapped her arms around her father, taking his bags and shoes and joyfully asking about his travels. Sadly, Johann handed Beauty the remarkable pink rose and began to tell her of his experience. Oh, dear father, your gift was such a thoughtful mistake, and of course I would gladly trade my place for yours. You should not be punished so greatly for a mistake, and I will speak with this beast kindly. Swiftly, beauty lifted through time and space and was in the beast's castle. She was sitting at a long table with a full feast between her and the beast at the opposite end. The beast was furious and wild-looking, with a mane of a wolf and piercing eyes. But Beauty looked upon him with kindness and did her best not to gasp. Pleased at her kind eyes, the beast began to speak in a gentle tone. Beauty, you are here because your father was mercifully granted a night's of food and rest during his time of need. But he overstepped my generosity and stole from my garden. The rose that he cut was one of great importance to me, and I cannot abide by his actions. Dear beast, my father was not aware of the meaning of this rose. He had no intention to be ungrateful and take too much from your already generous heart. He only thought of me and was carried away in the moment. And that is exactly it. He did not think, and his actions have affected me greatly. Surprised at the reaction of the beast, Beauty gasped and gently said, <gasps> I'm sorry. Her eyes moved down, holding back tears at the thought of her being trapped in this castle with a beast. Hearing her genuine apology, the beast softly stated, mm. The castle is now yours too. Food will always appear when you are hungry. There are beautiful clothes in the closet for you to choose from. And you may come and go as you please, as long as you come back. All I ask is that the rose that was plucked from the garden remains here, in the castle. We both can admire it as it sits in the vase, the front room, filled with light. Beauty looked down at the glorious bright rose still in her hands and gently placed it where the beast asked. The next day, Beauty awoke from a very deep slumber. A beautiful man had come to her in her sleep, but she could not recall much from the dream except the soft way that he looked at her. Beauty went about her day, wandering the castle, reading from the gorgeous library, listening to the songs of birds as they happily chirped about the garden, and admiring the rose, which was only very slowly losing its petals. Come dinner time, she sat at the table with Beast, and told him of what she filled her day with. 
stories of travel and wonder in books from numerous minds and visions of nature that inspired song. The beast was deeply moved by Beauty's ability to appreciate so much in the world around her that his eyes gazed deeply at her with love. And with that, another petal from the pink rose fell. During the night, Beauty again dreamed of this beautiful man who looked at her so softly. He spoke in a gentle tone, telling her words of love and asking her to continue appreciating the world around her, to expand her gift of awareness and finding the joys and beauty within everything she saw. Beauty awoke, feeling loved and hopeful, and went out to the forest connecting with nature, singing joyfully and expressing her admiration for everything around her. Come evening, she told the beasts of her adventures and the magic of everyday living that she so deeply appreciated. The beast always listened intently with admiration and made Beauty feel heard and safe and cared for. She could see and feel this, and it reminded her of the beautiful man in her dreams. And with that, another petal from the pink rose fell. One day, Beauty longed for the company of her sisters and father. She missed them deeply and felt a pang of pain in her heart at the thought of them. She told the beast that she wished to visit, and he sent her home with a bushel of fresh fruits, vegetables, and the promise that she must return as swiftly as possible. Beauty was quite eager to see her family and found herself in their company at the blink of an eye. She told them of the beast and castle and the glorious nature that surrounded them. She brought her sisters beautiful garments and books and her father a fragrant loaf of bread made from the finest grains. She talked about the kindness of the beast and how even though he appeared different, rough, and unattractive at first glance. He was really quite kind and thoughtful. He listens to me, and with his attentiveness, I feel closer and closer to him. I feel like I see the world around me differently, and each day is a gift. She sighed, and her father gave her sisters a knowing look. The days went by as Beauty enjoyed time with her family and the beautiful man in her dreams. She would bake and paint and read and build marvelous pots from the earth and clay in their garden, then fill them up with stunning seeds from the local farmers. One night, while she was dreaming, her beautiful man came to her and asked if she loved him. He was holding the pink rose and looking at her softly. If you love me, my dear Beauty. You must tell me soon. Our time is running short, and I have nothing but love and respect for you in my heart. Beauty awoke, and thinking of the rose and its slowly falling petals, felt an urgency to return to the beast. 
She kissed her family goodbye, grabbed a beautiful clay pot she made to take back to the castle, and within a blink of an eye, she was back in the woods with the beast. When she returned, she looked everywhere for the beast, but could not find him. The halls were empty, and the castle felt very cold, sending a forbidding shiver down her spine. At last, she walked into the room where the light always shined, and the pink rose sat in the vase, only to see that the pink rose had lost all of its petals, and directly below it lay the beast. She ran to him and, sobbing, held him in her arms. Oh, dear beast, what has happened to you? I left you for too long, and now my heart feels lost without you. I love you. And with those words, the beast opened his eyes and looked at her exactly as the beautiful man in her dreams. It was his true self, the self that beauty had known and seen and grown to love. Overcome with emotion, they embraced, and the beast, now in human form, said to her in a voice most familiar, Beauty, my love, you saw the real me through a curse. I had only until the time that pink rose lost its petals to return to my true form. You saw through my skin and who I was within, my true love. And that true love is you. Beauty pulled out the clay pot she had made and took a seed from the fallen pink rose. My love, you came to me in dreams to encourage my growth and see the beauty within you. With this seed... Let us release the old and grow our own new dreams and life together. For it is you that I now know I can truly cultivate a beautiful life with. And with their love and trust, they lived joyfully ever after. End of the story. Learning to Live. Children's Stories is an original production of Guadalupe Radio. Adaptation, music, vocals, and performances by Juliet Blasor, Children's Values Manual, Laura Heredia, Graphic Design, Martha Naranjo, Starring, Addie Dario, Sal Lopez, Erika Ortega, Efraín Figueroa, Juliet Blasor, Recording, Editing, Gerardo Nevares, Music by Marcos Loya, Script, Producer and Director, Denise Blasor, Executive Producer and Director, René Heredia. Learn more about this production and its Children's Values Manual by visiting learningtolive.la. All rights reserved. <laughs>